You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Our God is good. And all the time. My dear friends in Christ, with Pentecost, we mark the end of Easter season. It is the beginning of the mission to preach the good news to the world. It is the birth of the church baptized with the Holy Spirit. The apostles and the mother of Jesus Christ remained in one place until the promise of Jesus was fulfilled, namely the descent of the Spirit on each one of them. And each one of them was baptized with the fire of the Holy Spirit. Although tonight Christians are scattered all over the world, the sense of community, oneness, and togetherness should be promoted. And being found in one place to receive the gift of the Spirit from the Father is the readiness to receive also the mission. And just as we gather every Sunday or every feast day, we receive the word and we all depart for the mission in the world. And the world here means our homes, our workplaces, our schools, our offices. Whenever we have the opportunity to be able to present the Lord Jesus that we receive on a day like this. All of us are missionaries sent out to also go and bring the message of Christ. The wind of the Spirit was so strong that it couldn't have gone unnoticed. And the effects of speaking in tongues were also noticeable to the reluctant Jews. And this is exactly what the Spirit does. It gives us surprises. It emboldens us. It makes us to be able to hear one another and understand one another. It makes us to be able to communicate in spite of our religious, racial, political, or intellectual differences. We are all able to hear one another and to communicate. And this is one of the most beautiful gifts of the Spirit, the ability to hear one another and to communicate with one another. Our readings in this liturgy tell the story of how Christ eventually fulfilled his promise 
to his disciples who faithfully heeded the injunction. Do not leave Jerusalem until the advocate, the helper, the Holy Spirit comes. From the perspective of this reading, therefore, today's celebration is that of a promise fulfilled and the reward of faithful obedience and steadfastness in prayer. Like the early disciples, every true believer has been empowered, especially by the Holy Spirit. We have been refilled with a new unction to function and therefore must, like the early apostles also, welcome and appreciate the various gifts made available to us by the outpouring of the Spirit. Make no mistake about this. In each of us, God has deposited a certain gift and he intends that we harness and use these gifts and place them at the service of the Lord. None of us has nothing to offer. We all have our gifts deposited in each one of us. Dear friends, we have long waited and prepared for this day because the Lord himself promised that this day was going to come. The advent of this day first tells us that Christ is always true to his promise. And each time he promises, he does not fail. He promised us the Holy Spirit who will come after his departure. Today, he has fulfilled that promise to us. This should therefore convince us that whatever the Lord has said he will do, he will surely do it. This for us is therefore a joyful day. But for our joy to come to pass from mere euphoria to something true, we must understand what the Spirit has come to do with and in us. So that we live our lives henceforth in accord with the dictates of the Spirit of God. At Pentecost, the disciples received not knowledge, but courage. They have already been taught by Jesus himself, but they feared facing the same ordeal that Jesus, their master, also faced. The Holy Spirit gave them the courage to speak openly about the mighty works of God. Not that Jesus' executioners had a change of heart or ever regretted killing Jesus, but that the disciples were ready now to face whatever it will cost them in order to be able to be a witness to the truth. Today, my dear friends, we are faced 
with a number of challenges in witnessing to Christ. The most being, what will people say about us? People get so worried about people's perception of them who are proud of their faith. They get so worried about how they will be conceived. Sadly, we are even trying to redefine courage as knowing how to be a witness from our comfort zones. When you act under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you cannot but combat evil. Let us therefore stop downplaying our faith and conscience just because we want to please people. No one has the capacity to fulfill promise or promises as the Lord. You cannot afford to sit on the fence on moral matters. You cannot afford to be silent or inactive in the face of grave injustice. You cannot afford to enter into a peace treaty with the devil. You cannot afford to remain passive in the face of terrible crimes such as the mass shootings in our schools, our neighborhoods, and hospitals. No, we cannot be indifferent. Neither should we even talk about it from the perspective of our political leanings. Evil is evil. We must call it by its name. We must, therefore, my friends, be courageous in denouncing this evil. St. Anthony of Padua says, a person who is filled with the Holy Spirit speaks several languages. These several languages are various ways of witnessing to Christ, such as humility, poverty, obedience, courage, and patience, with which we speak when we practice them towards our brothers and sisters. Language therefore comes alive when it speaks by deeds. Enough of talking, let action speak. What language of the spirit do we speak in building up our community? My dear friends in Christ, all we need, we all need the Holy Spirit to guide and teach us what is right. We need the Holy Spirit to plead for us to God with signs too deep for words. The impact and working of the Holy Spirit is inexhaustible. It is the gift of the Father to every one of us. It will strengthen us when our faith is weak and when discouragement sets in, in life. It will console us when the unexpected happens. It will help us to overcome difficult moments in our lives. Above all, it will teach us the will of God. 
Let the prayer of the Holy Spirit become therefore frequent on our lips and in our hearts. Always invoke the presence of the Holy Spirit, for we battle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. With the Spirit working in us, the victory of the risen Christ remains our victory also. As we enter into the ordinary time of the liturgical year, let us therefore carry out the ordinary events of our lives in extraordinary ways with the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. I end with a joke of a four-year-old child who wanted $100 so badly, and he prayed the novena to the Holy Spirit from Friday after ascension to the eve of Pentecost. But nothing happened. He didn't get the $100. When he decided to write a letter to God, the Holy Spirit, after Pentecost Sunday, requesting the $100. When the postal authorities received the letter addressed to God, the Holy Spirit, United States of America, they decided to send it to the White House so the president could take a look at it and see what he could do. The president was so impressed, touched, amused, and amused, and he instructed his secretary to send the little boy a $5. And he thought that a $100 bill would appear to be a lot of money to a little boy. And this little boy was so delighted with the $5. And he sat down to write a thank you note to God. He wrote, Dear God, thank you very much for sending me the money. However, I noticed that for some reason you had to send it through Washington, D.C. And those guys deducted 95%. <laughs> Can you urgently send down the transforming fire of the Holy Spirit on them, please? <laughs> May the Holy Spirit rekindle our faith and make us courageous enough to be a witness to him through Christ our Lord. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.